Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of Murder They Spoke. Murder, true crime podcast. It's True Crime Tuesday. True Crime Tuesday. Yeah, I thought that was so funny when you texted that. It's like, oh yeah, we do tend to always record on Tuesdays. So I was confused. Is it really True Crime Tuesday or you were just saying that as in like we're recording today? I was just saying because we record today. <laughs> oh, I would have responded differently then. I was like, that's perfect because I thought it was like really True Crime Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. It's a worldwide collective. Everyone only listens to murder <laughs> on Tuesdays. <laughs> hey, I don't know. I made it up. Maybe in the True Crime podcast world. That's the thing. <laughs> that would be a good podcast name, True, True Crime Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> we could always change our podcast name if we get tired of it. It's true. We're allowed to. I actually had a really good one in my head the other day, and I forgot it. Ellen, I can see you being the kind of person who has like half a dozen different podcasts going at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> I have another one I want to do. Um, still, that I told you guys about before that I just haven't even had time to start yet, but. Yeah. What was it? The reading one. Oh, yeah. I love oh, that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I might do that today after, tonight after, after we were done recording because I am, I just need some alone time to be, to be completely honest. I am over, over, over today. Yeah. My alone time is either reading a book or going to sleep. <laughs> I love alone time. My favorite time. My alone time today was listening to a BTK podcast three part episode three episode thing on BTK and folding laundry. Okay, what is BTK? Oh boy, (laughs) he was a serial killer that he killed people. He killed ten people. One of his first kill, well, we'll start, I'll just keep it simple. He killed 10 people over the course of like 30 years, resurfaced Uh in the, in in like 2005 and was like, hey, you haven't caught me yet. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah. It stood for bind, torture, kill. He made up his own name and he was just like super, he was just dumb. Yeah. Cause I was... When I was looking uh, to do my stuff for this week, I came across something that said BTK because I was looking at cold cases that have resurfaced. Um, That's a good one. I like those. Okay. I saw that and I made a mental note. And then when you said that, I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) Okay. So go to listen, listen to the one that Morbid did. Morbid podcast. Shout out to Morbid. They're awesome. I like them. Um, They have a three part. They have stuff I've never even heard before and they're really good. And they are, you know, funny and, you know, don't take the stuff too seriously. So Morbid. All right. I like it. I'll have to do it. Well, this week is Chandler's week and you have a different kind of episode for us so I'm excited okay so backstory a little bit it's not really a backstory but my thought process in this and then I realized later like oh no one's murdered but so Spencer and I have been listening to Up and Vanish Ooh. you know and they have a they have a show on Dateline or not Dateline NBC now 
Really? Yeah. Is it called Up and Vanished? Yeah. I need to watch that. We haven't finished it yet. Spencer's already listened to it, but he just listened to it again. But before you start, before you start, one thing. Spencer is actually the one that got me into podcasts. And it was really it was through Up and Vanished. Because (laughs) I would I would listen to audiobooks of like true crime, but he told Jeremy, we were doing a really long road trip, and he told Jeremy hey, listen to this podcast. It's called Up and Vanish. It's about this murder or whatever. And I'm like, what the heck's a podcast? And from the first episode, I've been hooked. Yes, it's so good. Yeah, super good. So thank you, Spencer. Shout out to Spencer. He listens to so many podcasts. I can't keep up. I feel like Spencer and I are a lot alike, but not alike. (laughs) (laughs) It's very true. You guys do have some similarities, that's for sure. <laughs> I feel like we understand each other. Sorry, I'm eating pudding. We understand each other. Because, like, backstory again. When I first married Jeremy, Spencer never talked to anybody. And I was <laughs> super pregnant with Max. And I, like, pulled a chair down to the yard and, like, sat in the sun with my big old body. And, like, Spencer brought his chair down and sat next to me and just, like, was reading his book next to me. And I was like, okay. (laughs) We're good. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's Spencer's happy place. Is by himself reading a book. It was just funny because, like, I was in the huge yard. Okay? Like, acres. And he sat right next to me and just started reading. (laughs) I understand, man. I get it. That was his way of bonding. Yeah. And, like, the thing was is I knew that he didn't really want to talk, which I was fine with. I just wanted to be outside, and I think he just wanted to be outside. But he was like, I accept you. (laughs) Anyway. Sorry for interrupting, like, 16 times. No, it's fine. That's funny. (laughs) But, yeah, so we've been listening to Up and Vanish, and I was like, this is so cool. And don't give it away because I haven't finished it yet. But I was like, okay, this case – it's like 12, over 12 years old, Wait, I think. Which one are you listening to? The first season, Tara Grinstead. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you guys ate like, this oh whole bowl of pudding. <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> but I was like, oh my gosh. It wasn't full, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry again. No, you're fine. And so I was like, huh, I wonder how many cold cases out there have been reopened and solved. And I was like, I want to find one like that. So this is kind of, they considered it on the cold cases. And I guess it could be because technically it wasn't found out until later. But anyway, so I'm just going to get started. I'm going to try to make it as interesting as possible. I mean, it's crazy, but. (laughs) Great. (laughs) I'm ready for this long, boring ride. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm sorry. I apologize ahead of time. No, it's it's probably gonna be short. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. Yes. Okay. So there's a man named Joseph Fritzel. Have you guys heard of him? No. Okay, good. I was like, it's really gonna suck if they've heard about this guy. Uh so Joseph Fritzel, he was born April 9th, 1935, in Amstetten, Austria. I think that's how you say that. Sounds and, like I know this. Oh, no. No. no I, this name sounds familiar, but I don't know if I know it or I not. I don't know it. You might. You might. 
I might. But Who knows? I'm excited. In 1956, at age 21, he married 17-year-old Rosemary, who was then Rosemary Fritzel. They had three sons and four daughters, and um, one of their daughters was named Elizabeth Fritzel, but Spencer says it's pronounced Elizabeth because I guess in German they don't pronounce the T-H, but on all the sites it says Elizabeth, T-H, so... I'm just going to call her Elizabeth Fritzel. We're in America. Yeah. <laughs> so she was born April 6, 1966. And then at age 18, she left a letter saying she went to live with a friend. And then there were suspicions that she may have joined a cult. Mm-hmm. And no one knew where she went. And then 24 years later, they find out what happened to her. Ooh. So... Her father, Joseph Fritzel, at age, or well, okay, sorry, Elizabeth took Elizabeth at age 18 and lured her down to the basement. Her own father? Yes. He lured her down to the basement and knocked her out with uh, ether. Do you know what that is? Yeah. Yeah. I had to look it up because I didn't know. (laughs) So it's a chemical, and I guess it, yeah. Anyway, knocked her out. And he builds a cellar, like builds a, that he called, they called the dungeon to keep her in. Yeah. Wait, his own daughter in his own house? Yes, in the basement. So, yeah, it's not funny. (laughs) So he uh, forced her to write the letter to her parents saying that she left to go stay with a friend and then he's the one that helped not helped his wife but made the cop and wife believe that maybe she had run off with this cult and they believed him whoa whoa, 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 whoa. so you're telling me that she would the mother didn't know she was down there no no nobody knew she was down there in the basement in the basement in this like cellar thing he made just for this He built a cellar that he called the dungeon in his own basement for his own 18-year-old daughter. Okay, please continue. (laughs) I guess locking her in her room wasn't good enough. I've never heard of this. Okay, good. I was like, that's really sick. So I don't know. Honestly, I can't remember. I don't know if he called it the dungeon, but the media later called it the dungeon. So I don't know if he called it that or they just started calling it that. Can you tell me what year this was again? This was in, well, hold on. She was born in 1966. So it was in the 70s. Yeah. So she was, the yeah. 30s, 70s. Holy crap. They were freaks back then. Yeah. You know no, what? You, look you know what? Because the friggin' 70s people who were killing people in the 70s were raised by the people who saw that crap in World War II. Well, this, if she's 18 and she was born in 66, this would be 84. Okay. Hold on. I can look on the website and probably, well, but all it says is 2008 because it was, well, it was discovered in 2008, which was 24 years later. So whatever that is. So she was born in 1966. Yes. Six, six. Mm-hmm. And then was 18 when this happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she'd be, it'd be 1984. Okay. 
Okay. That's crazy. Okay, anyway. So he would go down to the basement daily or like they said daily or like three times a week and rape her and abuse her. She bore seven children. <gasps> oh, her no. What did he do with the baby? <laughs> so they said, Don't even tell me he left her down there with those babies. Oh, <laughs> so for all of seven of those children, no medical attention, nothing. Just had the children. One of the children she gave birth to was a little boy and he had like breathing issues and something was going wrong. Anyway, didn't want to take the baby to the hospital or anything in case he got found out. He didn't want to get found out. So they just let, he just lets the baby die and then burns the baby in a wooden stove. What? Yeah. Well, what are the, uh, where are the other six children? Are they down there with her? Well, that's where it gets crazy. So no. then she has four kids down there with her. Well, somehow he, I no. don't know if he convinced her or convinced himself, took three. I think he took the three older ones. They didn't, I tried to go back and look for ages, but I couldn't find ages for these three, but I'm assuming they were the older three. Anyway, brought them, had them like stage where they came to the door and he told his wife that her daughter Elizabeth had joined this cult and these were three kids she had had in the cult and they were dropped off at their front porch because she wanted her parents to take care of them and raise them. How did, how did the wife not hear the screaming of giving birth, the crying of infants, eight, seven infant children? Like, how do you as a wife not know that this is going on in your own basement? I don't, they were saying, because that was Michael, I was like, how the heck did she not know? And I guess they were like, well, there was no reason for her to go down there. And anytime he did, he would just say that that was like his work area. And that's where he went to work. And so no one needed to be down there. And, I'd be and like, so no one, what no one was working on. What are you working on? You freaking creep. Yeah. Wow. They said that was another thing. So obviously she's having more kids. So that needed to be bigger. And it said that she and her children made it bigger by digging with their hands. And what did they do with the dirt? <laughs> I don't know. I do not know. It just said that they, like, dug with their own hands to try to, like, make the area bigger. So, so her and four of her children are living in the dungeon downstairs, and three of them are being raised by the incest father and her mother upstairs. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Isn't that disgusting? That's pretty bad. Ever. A long time to be locked up in the basement. Yes. Where were they going to the bathroom? What was she using? A bucket, like, probably. Oh, and, and then being pregnant in that, and then giving birth in that, and then having no medical infant, attention, infants down there. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I'm surprised. And in the early '80s, I'm surprised more of them didn't die. Yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised too. And it said that he would give them like small rations of food. And then every once in a while, he'd turn off like the electricity 
in the gas and stuff if he felt like they needed to be punished for something. Wow. Yeah. Ew, have you seen a picture of him? I know. I told you he's creepy looking. O-M-G. Wait, what's his name? Joseph Fritzel, but it's spelled J-O-S-E-F. Fritzel. Gross, dude. Yeah, he's real gross. Oh, oh. Oh. Girl, no. Yeah. So, what made him this way? Why okay, was so- he the way that he was? <laughs> well, uh, I'll get there, I'll get there. Okay, sorry. No, you're fine. But, anyway, so the three upstairs, they called them the upstairs children, were Lisa, Monica, and Alexander, and then the three cellar or downstairs children were Kirsten, Steph- I guess Stefan, S-T-E-F-A-N, Stefan, yeah. and Felix. And like I said, I couldn't find the upstairs kids' ages, but the cellar or downstairs kids, Kirsten was 19, Stefan was 17, and Felix was 5. Shut and, the front door. Yeah. So I'm Kirsten. Sorry, how long were they down there? Well, she was down there. So she went down at 18, and she, it was 24 years later until they were found out. So if Kirsten's her oldest, 19 years. Which I'm assuming, if someone can find the other kids' ages, I'm sure it was, maybe I just missed it and I didn't write it down. 19, 15, and 5 are down there with her? Yep. 19, 17, and 5. Oh, 19, 17. So, Kirsten, the 19-year-old, she was, like, super ill, and they finally convinced Joseph to get her to, let her go to the hospital. And so he took her to the hospital, and just like he always did, he made up a story about who she was and why she was there or whatever. And the medical staff, no one was buying it this time. And this was in 2008. Uh, But they go, and they're like, well, we want to speak to the mother. And finally, he, I guess after she pled and begged and begged to let Elizabeth begged to let him, begged him to let her go see Kirsten in the hospital. Um, He finally let her and the two other kids, uh, Stefan and Felix, out. And they go to the hospital. And then um, once, I guess they somehow got them into custody. And once the police finally told her, like, she'll never, they promised she'll never have to see her father again. She told them everything that happened and what was going on and then arrested her father, Joseph. Oh, but Kirsten was in there because of kidney failure. Just FYI. Whoa. Yeah. And so, and it turns out she, Elizabeth was uh, abused by her father since the age of 11. He just didn't take her down there and start like sexually abusing her until age 18. Gross. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but at age 73, so a year after they were, uh, or he was found out, uh, the jury found him guilty of mass rape, incest, wrongful imprisonment, 
uh, and murder by negligence. Oh, sorry. And also coer, C-O-E-R-C-I-O-N. Coercion. Coercion. And murder by negligence. Gosh. That baby then. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess he was uh, interviewed, or I guess not, I don't know if interview is the right word, but had a psychiatrist. Yeah, or something, by a psychiatrist. And let me find out what it, let me look at what it says, because he says it way better. Technically, it is about murder. See, that's why I said kind of. (laughs) But also, this is a crazy enough story. I would want to know this. I've listened to a lot of crazy murder podcasts. I've never heard this story. I haven't either. Where is it? I know there's I know there's been similar types of stories in the United States, but yeah, definitely haven't heard this one. Yeah. I almost changed it like last minute tonight and was like, oh, I'll do find something with murder. And then I was like too invested in this one. I was like, eh, I can't, can't change it. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't. This one is crazy. Okay, here we go. So the psychiatrist who interviewed Fritzl extensively before the trial concluded that his terrible experiences as a child at the hands of a brutal and unloving mother had driven him to want to control somebody completely and that somebody turned out to be his daughter, Elizabeth. There you go, Ellen. That's what made him like that. What did he do to him? I don't know. I want to look. I wonder if they have anything... Because I tried to look more into Elizabeth and the mother, but they don't have a whole lot on the mother. Elizabeth, not so much on her either, because it just said where she is now. Um, She lives in this place that no one knows the name of. She doesn't go by her name anymore either. Smart girl. Yeah, she's... Uh, living in this place that they call Village X and it's sounds like it's just completely surrounded by security all the time and people can't get in there and like photographers have had tried to come for the media and the police like immediately escort them off away like but she's in or she was at least when this article is written in a relationship with Thomas Wagner who was a security guard that was one of them that was a security guard for the Village X. But he's 23 years younger than her. Ooh, good for her. She yeah. probably has great skin. Hasn't seen the sun in so long. <laughs> oh, no. That's what they said. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, not that she had great skin, but they said her skin was, like, just super uh, fair and pale just because she hadn't seen the sunlight. Yeah. I wonder how those – I mean, I'm sure – like, it would be interesting to know how the medical staff were kind of like, hmm, don't think this guy's telling the truth, you know? Yeah. Like, what was, was it? To... Like, what oh, was sorry, that Kirsten that tipped him off, you know? Right. Yeah. Like, was she super yeah. awkward or, I mean, at 19, she probably acted like she was 10. Well, oh. yeah. I mean, not only would she have been, like, physically sick with the kidney failure, but... I mean, if you're in a cellar, I doubt they're getting education. So, yeah, she may have been 19 physically, but, yeah, you're right. She probably didn't act it, didn't speak it, and that would be, I mean, 
that would in the early 2000s that would have been a tip-off oh yeah yeah she probably had no idea what anything was yeah i mean how traumatizing would that be like a tv or you know needles like what the heck are you doing to me she's never seen a needle before in her life yeah yeah Yeah. well that's the crazy thing they were saying that felix um the five-year-old that he was just like after they were found and taken somewhere they he would just like stroke the grass because he had just never seen the outside oh, before my and he, isn't that so sad that's the worst yeah Aww. like it was just so new to them poor baby yeah. so you can cut you can cut this part out if you want but i don't blame her for wanting to date someone literally decades younger when you were getting raped by like a 50 and 60 and oh. 70 something year old man. Ugh. Like yeah. if you even got to the point where you were emotionally healthy enough to be in a relationship, no I'm kidding. sure, I'm sure it was like, I don't want anyone old, not anyone resembling the age of my father. Like mm-hmm. that's crazy. Yeah. And well, and he had three sons and four daughters. Like why her? Oh my, wait, 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 Joseph, the dad? Yeah, he had three sons and four daughters with his wife. So out of his four daughters, he just chose Elizabeth. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And like started using her at 11. That kind of makes it worse. Like I almost feel like I thought she was his only daughter, but if he had three other daughters, then he just happened to choose her. That'd be a, a hard thing to deal with. So her kids are her kids and her siblings. Ew, yes, pretty much. That's grody. Yeah, well, they said that um, the upstairs kids and the downstairs kids, it took them a while to start having any type of relationship or, like, getting to know each other because it was just so weird. Like, they had never. How old were these kids when they showed up at the doorstep? How did they not well, talk a, about what they had, where they had been? Right. My thing, they had to have been super young. Yeah. How did or they not he talk? just threatened them. This is crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because once you had gotten to a certain age where, you know, you're talking about the 90s, pretty much, I mean, all through the 90s, these kids would have been in school at a certain age. So, yeah, like, if he brought over a couple of middle school-age kids and they knew nothing, yeah, that I feel like that'd be a tip-off to this mom. So, maybe he brought them over when they were really young. But then again, this mom doesn't seem like she was really that interested in what was going on in her own house. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe he was, like, oppressing her, too. Like, she probably just couldn't ask questions. Yeah, I'm sure he, like, verbally abused her at, in some yeah or emotionally in some way shape or form to get and if he was a control freak then yeah he probably made sure that he she was submissive as heck it said it took her a while though to have any relationship with her mom because it took her a long time to believe that her mother really didn't know anything she thought for sure her mom knew yeah i would i can see that yeah, I could see that too. I'd be, yeah, I'd be pretty uh, bitter 
especially to have been down there so long. I mean, you're talking about you're just, just an adult. You're just 18. And then you spend the next 24 years down there. Like Mm -hmm. I'd be blaming everyone under the sun. How did she not go crazy from boredom? Like what did she do all day? I know. What do you do? Like, how did you not just kill yourself from? Yeah. And you're surrounded by these little kids all the time (laughs) in this tiny space. I'm assuming, I don't even know. I should have looked, I haven't even looked up to see if there's pictures of this supposed like, but it's, I'm, wouldn't be surprised if there's not though because it made it sound like uh they don't even have pictures of elizabeth past the age of 16 yeah she's like you don't see pictures of her at all yeah here's pictures of the basement and i don't think anyone lives in that house so it looks like they actually had a bathroom and like running water and stuff yeah it says they had it almost looks like he turned it into like a little apartment like it looks like there's two little bedrooms how uh, nice of him a bathroom it oh yeah okay so there was like running water and stuff oh guys here it is it's the layout of how he hid it yeah oh Oh, do you see that it was just like send it? a secret room. What the heck? Ew. There was okay. like a secret door in the workshop. So you had the stairs that went down. There was a utility room like where the laundry was, which leads mm-hmm. into the workshop. And behind the wall, there was a secret door that led into this. So he straight up built her a whole secret two-bedroom apartment. How nice. Like, it's two bedrooms, a bathroom, a living area. And a padded room. Um, for when you're screaming your lungs out from having birth to seven children. Yep, that's probably where he took her. <sighs> that's what okay. Sweet. Heck. That's really insane. Like, okay, hold on. Okay, then I don't know how that makes any sense because this one article that I'm on, it said the others who lived with Elizabeth in the chamber, which they had to expand themselves, digging with their hands to make more room. So Maybe do you think he... He probably added it all later. Okay, yeah, that would make sense. I mean, he'd been there. She'd been there 20-something years. Yeah. 24 years. Yeah, I'm sure in the beginning it wasn't this. Yeah, Mm. 20. This is probably what it looked like after 24 years and seven children. But she still lives with her children. All of them. I mean, well, I'm sure some of them have gone off to college and stuff. But yeah, it was just hard to find more information because it's a very, she's living this very secret life now because she doesn't want the media attention and so which I don't blame her yeah I mean she's it's, it's very private yeah that's crazy I would be incredibly private after that yeah oh yeah yeah 
well, it's almost humiliating too if you meet these people and you're like, oh yeah, these are my like. No wonder she got with this security guard guy because he was the first person to make her feel safe. Yeah. And he kind of already knew her story because he was asked to be a security guard. It's like, because how awkward is it if you meet people and you're like, oh, by the way, yeah, I'm that girl. Yeah. My kids are actually my father's kids too. Yeah. That's, God. That would be hard for someone in a relationship to wrap their head around. Yeah. Yeah. Her friend, they like interviewed her friend. And they didn't use her real name, but she went by like Christine R or Christina R or something like that. But um, she was saying that she shops like all the time now. She loves to shop. And <laughs> she was like, probably because she couldn't do it for 24 years. Holy moly. Yeah. And then let me see if I can well, Also, probably, probably just the freedom of going out and do like buying something you want, you know, like Mm -hmm. to have, to have spent 24 years with that control taken away from you. Like shopping is kind of your way of being controlling over something else. You pick a store, you buy something like, like it's probably her way of having control over little tiny things in her life after having all her control taken away for 24 years. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. I can't wrap my head around it. It's crazy. It, it really is. If I was trying to find, there was something that talked about um, afterwards, how she would shower like 10 times a day. Oh, here we go. Yeah, it said soon after her release, she started to develop an obsession with cleanliness, showering up to 10 times a day. Um, I believe it. Yeah, but her children were traumatized in different ways. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it said the seller children found it hard to relate to their siblings who had led normal lives. What they asked was the what they asked was the reason. The upstairs children felt guilty for having been spared. Oh. That would be hard. Yeah. Gosh, it's so crazy. I just I, I, I hadn't I'm speechless. Yeah, it says her mother visits Elizabeth and the family at least once a week now. They have somewhat of a relationship. Yeah. It would take so much therapy to have a halfway decent relationship after that. Like everyone, upstairs children, downstairs children, Elizabeth and her mom. Like, I just feel like that would be so hard to get to a place where you were in a headspace that you'd want to be around them or like would believe your mom eventually. Like, yeah, I just poor, poor Elizabeth. That's crazy. Yeah. I can't even imagine. It reminds me of those three girls that, um, that man kidnapped and kept in his house as well and raped them. And one of them had a kid and they finally escaped. This was not that long ago. My mom was just watching like a 2020 on it or something. That's what I was saying. Like, I've heard of stories like that in the United States happening, like where people built a cellar on their land or they, you know, had a, a 
basement in their house that they did something similar. So, but yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever heard one quite quite this insane. Yeah, well, it makes disgusting. It was like her own, her father. Like, ugh. like yeah, all those other ones I've heard are usually just random people. These kids get kidnapped or it's just wrong. Oh, that that's who it was. Ariel Castro kidnappings. Yeah. She had been gone for 10 years. That's so really how long was he in jail? Or like, do we know anything about the trial or anything? I didn't write it down, but I know it was in here. Uh, Sorry. So he had been sentenced to life in prison with the possibility of parole after 15 years. After 15? Yeah. Whoa. Possibility of parole after 15 years. Still, that doesn't seem like nearly enough. Yeah, but it says he has indicated that he plans on serving out his life term. And it says his health as of 2019 was in decline. Wow. Crazy, Chandler. Crazy case. Good job. Yeah. Sorry it was more gory, but it was gross. Yeah, I've never heard of that. I wish that our listeners could have just seen me in Ellen's face when you said <laughs> her father took her to the basement and like both of us like we're just like jaws on the floor like I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Well, I was trying to find one where you could like talk about the case and then somehow I could ask you guys what you thought happened and then I could actually tell you what happened because it was eventually solved, but there was really, I couldn't find anything like that. <laughs> I'm sure there is something, but I just gave up after so long of looking. <laughs> no, I really liked, I mean, I don't like it, but that was insane. That was a good case. I'm glad you didn't change it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It was mm, nice. Well, I think Miranda's next week. I am. Hopefully and I'm around next week. If, not, not the hospital. if you uh if you end up having a baby, let me know. I'll take over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind. You don't want to record in the hospital with your newborn baby? <laughs> Why not? Yeah, I might I might text y'all and be like, hey, skip me, I'm out this week. Rain check, I'll come in. <laughs> No well awesome thank you everyone for tuning in and listening to this crazy case that was a really really insane one yeah don't forget to tune in next week don't forget to rate review and subscribe email us for requests or comments or feedback or anything leave us a review on apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast Remember, murder does not discriminate. Sure doesn't. Neither does kidnapping. No. Be vigilant. Yeah, be vigilant. Yeah. Take care of yourself. Look out for others. Yeah. Stay safe. All right. Well, tune in next week, guys, and we'll we'll see you then. Have a great night. Bye. 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 Bye.